0: I'm going to take a minute here as we start this podcast to just brag on us a little bit. And I know that's always weird, and I'm actually not comfortable doing it all that much, but I am so proud of the team we've put together at Wing Nation. This is our 10th anniversary, okay? And those of you that followed along, you know the story, but those of you who don't, Kendra Jacobs and I used to talk sprint car racing at the racetracks all the time. And so Kendra and I, we, we, we came up with the idea of uh, doing a radio show at the time, We did it for the 50th running of the Knoxville Nationals. It went well. We launched Wing Nation, and we are celebrating our 10th anniversary. Now, I tell you that because Kendra is our guest here on this podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about Wing Nation, but we're also going to talk about her current job, which is the marketing director at Knoxville Raceway. And uh, she is just a dynamo, isn't she?
2: Absolutely. I mean, Kendra always, no matter what challenge she takes on, you know she she knocks it out of the park. So the things that she continues to do at Knoxville and the value she, she continues to bring to sprint car racing is just incredible.
0: It's amazing. The Jacobs from Ohio are right? a racing clan, and Kendra, boy, she is establishing herself as just as just as big part of the racing world as uh, as Kenny and Dean and the whole gang up there. Really cool. Oh, by the way. She's Allison McKinney, filling in for Aaron Mm Evernham. I am Steve Post. This is the Wing Nation, the podcast, presented by Dry Dean by DRF Oil uh, Racing Oils. We are in the Hercules Tire Studios, and uh, looking forward to that, but also looking forward to, uh, and I always love catching up with Kendra. But we have all of these opening nights. Everyone starts. Everyone gets going. You know, Volusia with the World of Outlaws, Lincoln in Pennsylvania, everyone gets going. And it always feels like there's something a little bit missing until this weekend because they start racing at the Marion County Fairgrounds opening week at Knoxville. That is a magical piece of property out there in Iowa.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, once you... uh... Once you see a race at Knoxville, you never forget that. Just even on um, just on the the streaming services, I mean, it's so amazing um, yeah. what they can show now. But going and actually being there in person and experiencing the event and everything else that they have to offer there, um, just no nowhere else embraces racing like that town does. So.
0: Unreal. It really truly is. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Kendra Jacobs. Before we get to that though, uh, let's talk a little bit about, about J Mac. James McFadden, he joined us on our podcast Tuesday, our Tuesday show. Uh, World of All in Did You Drink Sprint Cars at Kokomo. Here is James McFadden tearing it up. Johnny Gibson on the call with Dirt Vision. And now for the Dry Dean Death
2: Defying Move of the Week where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves.
1: Now to the inside of the speedway. James McFadden looking for the low side. Can't get it done in one and two. Grab right back to the very bottom. McFadden around the traffic on the cushion. Out of turn number four. McFadden looking for the lead, and he'll have it as they cross the line on lap 11. James McFadden takes the lead.
2: That
0: death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All-Deaf, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit Drydean.com for more information. For decades, Dryden Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Dryden offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Dryden.com. Dryden, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. We're in the Hercules Tire Studios. Allison McKinney and Steve Post here. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. One of the originators with us here on uh, Wing Nation, but now the chief guru and everything out of Knoxville Raceway, Kendra Jacobs, (laughs) joins us. Hello, Kendra. Welcome back to Wing Nation.
1: Hi. It's so good to be back. I remember these Tuesday lunchtimes. Yeah, from years ago.
0: It's always weird welcoming you as a guest to Wing Nation right. <laughs> because you're the ultimate host of Wing Nation. We're just—I feel like we're just kind of keeping the seats warm for you. I mean,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, everyone knows that's not true, Steve. Oh, come Steve on! Steve is now. the ultimate host of Wing Nation. Um, when people hear your voice, that's what they automatically think of. So you have become um, quite the personality of sprint car racing. And I remember back in the day when you said. You know people just don't know me. I don't I don't know if people will trust me in this sport and that has certainly changed.
0: I remember we went Kendra and I we were at Pocono and we went down to Williams Grove and it was the greatest you know um you know, um, when you when you have someone along with you that is just so beneficial to you. Me walking through the pits with Kendra,
2: right? Oh my gosh, I <laughs> she had didn't make it very hard. I had
0: street cred like you wouldn't believe because she knows everybody, and I'm just kind of hang around. And she's like, "Well, that's that buffoon that's on the radio with me." And that was before we had TV too, <laughs> right. video. Yeah. So it's like nobody. I mean, I was just radio voice, radio guy. And um, but now it was. Uh, I, I look at the way we started this thing and the way we rolled along, Kendra, and. Um, Gosh, I'll tell you what we—the the early days were a blast. Now we uh, Ashley and Aaron, and now this week Allison in the seat here. So um, we just continue on because Kendra. The thing of it is, is it's it's all about sprint car passion. You and I spent a lot of time talking about it, whether it was ten years ago starting this, whether it was back when you were riding around the country with your family in the motor coach, or whether it's the week of opening night at Knoxville. Sprint car passion is still out there and strong. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think when when you're involved in the it kind of takes over your life. So, you better have a lot of passion to stay involved and to keep going week after week. So, um, I remember, Steve, the first time you did the, the speech on passion, and we talked about that. And so, you know, that really is what sets sprint car racing apart is that everybody is in this business because they're passionate about it. You know, no one goes into sprint car racing saying, I'm going to get rich. Um, and no one's saying, I'm going into sprint car racing because it's an easier life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you have to be incredibly passionate about this sport to keep doing what we are all doing. And, you know, I I know when Wing Nation started, we were all having a lot of fun. And now you look at what it's become. And it's just so impressive. And I love how much the sprint car community has embraced um, this show and now your podcast and then the show on MAV. And it's so exciting to see what it's become in the past 10 years.
2: Well, absolutely. I told, I, I mean, I had to tell you both congratulations because, and thank you. I mean, because what y'all started and, you know, bringing this to so many um, new Sprint Car fans, um, but also, you know, providing that information and that everyone craves. Um, I'm sure that this got a lot of people through last year, but um, just to also echo what, what Kendra said, everyone does it for the passion. I mean, mm. the passion runs deep. And, um, and I think that, you know, that showed through last year, through COVID, through all these other sports that shut down with no idea of reopening and these dirt tracks and people like Kendra behind the scenes were working so hard to figure out how they can get back to the racetrack, how they can safely get their fans back to the racetrack as soon as they possibly can too. And we were one of the first sports that went back. So I can only imagine all of the work that you put in last year. So. Thank you both so much for everything that you've done for sprint car racing.
0: And I want to tag off from that with Allison because I, I, I want to spend the majority of the time we the, about Knoxville 2021. But, Kendra, now that we have 2020, thankfully, mercifully, behind us, um, <laughs> how do you describe that to anybody?
2: You, using oh clean my. language. Yeah, using <laughs> clean language. Clean language. Clean up I here. know how I how
1: would. Right. Yeah. I think it was, it was so much the unknown, if that's the right word. I mean, every single week, we would be basically restructuring our entire plan for the year. So, you know, I joked we went from like plan A to B to C and got to somewhere along the line. We were at like M and N by the end of the season and and planning. Um, and, And it would be a big mix of optimism and then like crushing defeat. And I look back now and think, how did, like, how did we as a sport get through that? Because it's not that we are overly equipped with all kinds of resources and financial resources um, to keep changing those plans. But I think it was just a lot of ingenuity, um, a lot of risk taking and everyone else that was involved in the sport to support what you were trying to do. Um, I remember the day that we were announcing that the nationals were postponed and we all knew it was going to be that day. You know, we all, we had all talked about it. We knew what the decision was. We knew what day we were announcing it. And when we all walked into the office that day, it was just horribly sombering. We walked in and everybody was just depressed and we knew what was about to happen. And none of us were even still prepared for, for what we had to do. And, we're lucky that the majority of, of the fan base was supportive and that's all you can ask for when you're doing something that you know is so hurtful to so many and including our own community and the economy of our community. So that was probably the biggest crushing blow of 2020 and you know it's just kind of set us up to make 2021 as good as we can possibly make it.
2: Absolutely. Well, and I think those of us within side the motorsports community that are, you know, that are lucky enough to be to be part of this racing family um, that just speaks to the resilience of, you know, and just, and just the, the support throughout the community. Um, but I think it also goes back to, um, I, I don't know what your, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I can look it up, but I don't know what your actual job title is, but whatever it is, it doesn't encompass a 10th of what you do, but, but it, I mean, it goes back to, um you know, when I actually got to know you back when you were still working on the NASCAR circuit, and that really is your job. If you work on the business side, on the team side of the sport, your job is to is to think ahead and to circumvent problems before they ever happen, um, whatever you can. And then the ones that you can't, to be able to respond to and to be able to um, – to you know pivot quickly um and not let anyone else really know what is going on behind the scenes. So um I think it was great what you shared last year about the struggles. I know a little bit on your social media, just you know, expressing the what y'all were trying to do for the fans Damn. and um and um and for the competitors as well in the community. So um I can only imagine what behind the scenes you really were dealing with in addition yeah. to all of that. So
0: but, but the good news is yeah, was- the good news is, Kendra, this weekend we've got twenty twenty one getting underway and you guys have got an incredible year lined up for everybody. Um what's what's what has got you most excited about this year, Kendra?
1: Well, I think if you start from the beginning that we are starting yes. in April. <laughs> and I look Yay. back at last year and say, Yeah, I mean, where were we at this point last year? I mean, I didn't even know if I was still gonna have a job, if we were even gonna have a race for me to have sponsors and plan events for so um the fact that we're starting on our scheduled start date is uh is one thing that we're all you know it's kind of like check that off the list okay we got past one hurdle (laughs) um the next thing obviously it's just such a a big season for knoxville i mean really the biggest season the tracks ever had and um you know having that nascar camping world truck series race in july is going to be a huge opportunity for us um I think it's a good opportunity for people to see what Knoxville is about, for a lot of people to realize that we're not in Tennessee, which is a big hurdle, (laughs) Um, and, and just get acquainted with this track that they might hear a lot about but don't know a lot about. And I'm hoping that that turns into them coming back for sprint car races too. So that's just a big opportunity for us to showcase what Knoxville Raceway really is. And of course, having the 60th, Knoxville Nationals is just massive, and um, you know both Knox, Energy Drink and Casey's coming back to support that race after a rough year meant a lot to us. And there's a lot of pressure to make it the biggest and best Nationals ever, so that's in the back of my head constantly. And um, we're just going to do whatever we can to make the fans feel like last year was a distant memory, and we are getting back to quote-unquote normal, and they can just enjoy life again, even if for one week in the middle of August, everything kind of feels like 2019
2: all over again. Absolutely. I can't wait to see all of the um, plans that you have in place. I mean, you had so many great plans laid out last year and, um, and, you know, working to add to those is incredible. Um, Is that the goal with Knoxville though? I know you've got some, some incredible Um, opportunities like you said with uh, with the NASCAR truck race there this year and also the SRX race Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean knowing you I know that your focus is always on sprint cars so is that the goal is to bring in these um, new types of fans new attention um, to the track with um, with the hopes that they you know actually keep it on and see sprint car racing and they're hooked like the rest of us yeah I think I
1: mean. As big as NASCAR is, and as big as these drivers that are coming for SRX, as big as they are, I want to reiterate that the Knoxville, the Knox Energy Drink Knoxville Nationals presented by Casey's will always be Knoxville's biggest event. That is our crown jewel, and that will never change. So while my focus is on some other events this year and getting those going, which I think anytime it's a first. Time having an event. There's a lot more work involved. The Knoxville Nationals will always be the main priority for all of us, and that's our week where we um, we work hard, but we also play hard, and we have just as much fun as all the fans do that come in for the week. So, regardless of what else is going on on our schedule, that is the week that is circled in bright red ink as you know what we what we're working for. And as we get these other big events and and get live TV, it just puts more focus on our track and what we're capable of doing. So, you know, other big events down the road might schedule a Knoxville Raceway, and we'd love that too. And it is showcasing how we're different from tracks around the country. Even other dirt tracks, we're so different. You know, we're right in the middle of town. So the opportunity is there for a completely different experience than what you get at some other tracks in the country. And I want to showcase what our track can do, but also what the community is like. Um, I've never seen a community that supports and embraces racing as much as Knoxville does. I would say it's very similar to Indianapolis. And uh, just rolling out the red carpet for people that fly in from all around the world. And it's pretty special. Uh, If you've been in sprint car racing, you know that. But it's even more fun to introduce it to people who might not know and might not be aware and, and watch them experience the nationals for the first time. Uh, I always love doing that every August just to meet first time fans and get their feedback at the end of the week.
0: One of the things that I love is uh I, I know with the truck weekend. Uh selfishly I love this because it's going to allow me to see a regular four ten <laughs> show and, and actually yeah. but but pairing up, like that weekend you have the trucks on Friday night and you have the Corn Belt National USAC midgets, along with a weekly four ten show. To me, Kendra, that is the perfect pairing so that new fans, uh, Knoxville fans can see something different with the trucks on Friday, but new fans say, hey, stick around. You're going to see the top two premier brands of of sprint cars, non-wing and wing sprint cars, tomorrow night here at the racetrack. That, to me, is is gold for everybody.
1: It is the, I mean, we're kind of saying, it's the most diverse weekend in motorsports of the year. So not only is NASCAR trucks taking on dirt, then the next night, you have non-wing sprints and wing sprints, all in a basically 24-hour period. So um, it's going to be a crazy, exciting week. I hope that a lot of the NASCAR fans that are coming for the first time stick around and see what Knoxville looks like with sprint cars on it. And I hope a lot of the sprint car fans come a day early and check out NASCAR trucks on, on Knoxville surface, too. So it's a, it's a pretty big weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be different, obviously, than anything we've had at Knoxville before. And I just hope everyone's super open-minded. I think we all know that there are NASCAR fans that won't give Dirt a try, and there are Dirt fans that won't give NASCAR a try. And I think when you kind of mesh the two, it gives you a great opportunity to to embrace something different and something new. And, And I hope all the fans do that.
2: Absolutely. I mean, and you're always going to have critics, you're always going to have people who are, um, who are naysayers or purists, maybe, you know, in their mind, (laughs) they think, Um, yeah, you know, in their mind, where they where they think, you know, how can you have a truck, you know, on Knoxville, but the whole (laughs) point is, I mean, to me, anyways, I had this I had this conversation with, uh, with uh, a pretty passionate fan. And I said, it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter if the trucks have a good race or not, like it, like if the if the racing is really that great, it it's more about which I mean I personally think it will be because they well, will find a way bad. to make it good, but um but it's more so about. Um, from a sprint car perspective and from a Knoxville perspective about being willing to try something new about being willing to do something that brings different eyes to the sport. Um I mean, in my experience, it's kind of like when Danica came over to the, to the NASCAR side of things. And some of our, uh some of our guys that were in the Xfinity series or the nationwide series at the time is what it was. They came in and um when she came in, they kind of felt like they got, maybe pushed aside a little bit and not as much focus on them. And um, I had a conversation with one of our young drivers at the time. I said, you need to turn this around. You can't control this, so you need to position this as if someone turns on the race to watch her because she's in this race and they then see you performing Mm -hmm. well or Mm -hmm. you representing your sponsor well, um, you know, uh, giving a great interview and they become a fan of yours. That's a win-win for everybody in this sport. So, ultimately, if we can just continue to grow the health of motorsports in general, I mean, we all know that sprint car racing is the best racing in the world. So. That's right. <laughs> we do. We, we
1: are well aware of that. But I think that, I mean, it's a great point, Allison, that it, it puts a spotlight on everyone. I mean, having that NASCAR race our track also puts a spotlight on people like Brian Brown and the McCarls that raced our track. It gives people, I mean, how many people are going to say, I don't really know much about Knoxville, let me check it out. And then you go down that Google rabbit hole, and all of a sudden you know more about Knoxville than you do about the track that's 30 miles down the road. So I think it's just, and again, I hate to keep using the word opportunity, but it is. It's, it's an opportunity to capitalize on. And you look at everything Eldora did with this race, which which I still stand by. Eldora made this possible for other dirt tracks around the country, and they put in the work and the time and energy and showed that it was possible and that you could have a great race. Um, so they, they led to this opportunity for us. And I look at how much, um, how much clout Eldora has received since getting this NASCAR race. And, and that could happen for us too. And we just need to do everything right and execute and put on a great show. And hopefully people come back for years and, and the drivers and the teams appreciate it. And, and NASCAR feels like it was a great event that we can keep having.
2: Well, and, and with SRX, too. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Elio Neves or um, Tony Canon probably never thought that they would be uh, racing around Knoxville. But, um, you know, to have someone like Mark Weber, who came to the Knoxville Nationals a couple of years ago, um, we were in the Brian Clausen Suite Tower, um, and he, uh, he came in. He was with Jeff Gordon, and he walked in, and um, my cousin looked at me. Uh, 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 he was younger, and he looked at me, and he goes, that guy looks really familiar and I know I should know who he is. I'm like, that's Mark Weber. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> so, but to to hear him, um, his conversations that he had that night with, um, with some of the other drivers and um, the other owners just, how excited he was and just how he just could not believe the incredible racing that he was seeing. And so um, I'm really interested to hear what Mark says once he gets to actually get in a car on that track, you know, even though it's not a sprint car, it's definitely a very different type of car that they're going to be running. But to have those international racing superstars and to come and race at that track, that's just, an incredible opportunity for them, for the city, for for just the sport in general. So I'm very excited to see. What are you excited about um, with SRX coming there?
1: I think the biggest thing with SRX for me, um, and I try to think of it from strictly a fan's perspective and not you know, the marketing role that I'm in, but you're having some of the greatest drivers in the world come to your track. And you like to think that the guys who race at your track are the best that are ever going to race there. But now you've got these guys who are supposed to be the best in the world coming in and, and, and will they adapt quickly? Will they still be the best? Will they be impressive? Or is it going to be like, I think that there's some pride by fans that is like, yep, that's how tough our track is. Like you think you're so good, but our track is tougher than you. And I think they, they kind of want to see that. Like will racing at Knoxville be humbling to some of the greatest drivers in the world? And I think when SRX added these like local champions and kind of invaders to race with them, that even sets that rivalry up even more. So now you're going to say, okay, can our guy that races here every weekend, can Brian Brown beat these guys in cars that he's never raced? And they're so, you know they're the greatest drivers in the world. Can he beat them just because he's so familiar with this track? So I think it sets up a lot of interesting um, like it's not just so much about the race. There's so many other storylines that go with it. And that's the really interesting part of SRX to me, um, especially the different tracks they're racing on week to week. It'll be great to see who excels and, and who kind of struggles. And I think, you know, when you talk about the greatest drivers in the world, you can pick who's great at their discipline of racing. And then a lot of times you'll hear names like, you know, Tony and uh, Kyle Larson brought up because they adapt so quickly to different forms of racing, to different tracks. And and I want to see what driver does that out of that impressive SRX group. Which one stands above the rest as being able to adapt so quickly to each of the different tracks? So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Tony's the only driver racing besides Brian Brown that has ever turned a lap at Knoxville. So I think that. It's going to be a difficult track for them, not for not a difficult track for sprint car drivers who race dirt every weekend. Um, so I think it's going to be difficult for them and we're the first dirt track they go to. So it'll yeah, be an absolutely. interesting uh, event to hear what their feedback is at the end of the night.
0: For sure. Uh, Brian Brown is our guest this week on our television program presented by Sage Fruit, and he is fired up as well. And so uh, you can uh, catch that uh, this weekend on MAV-TV or uh, uh, catch us there with uh, Rev TV in Canada where uh, Brian Brown shares about that, the SRX. All right, so we've talked a lot about the NASCAR and the Sprint Car Double. We've talked about SRX. Let's let's get serious now, though. The 60th NOS Energy Drink, Knoxville Nationals, Kendra. I mean, what what I'm, I know that the plans aren't all the T's aren't all crossed and the eyes aren't all dotted, but are you lining up some fun things for us to do while we're in Knoxville?
1: Well, I definitely am. I mean, last week I made sure to confirm that Wing Nation will be at the Knoxville Nationals again this year. So, Ooh, yeah. at least I can check you guys off the list. You are there.
2: If yeah. you need me to fill in, well, Steve, well, just, well, just well. let me know.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, we, we I can make Aaron busy somehow. Dash The 4.10 dash is getting lined up. We're working with the Knoxville Hospital on that. Um, I believe yoga is coming back in the morning. Um, The parade is happening again. We've been already working with the chamber on the parade for Saturday morning, lining up bands for post race, working with NOS Energy Drink for the big post party on Saturday night when the races are over, Um, working with our good buddy Jason Sanholt out in Knoxville to make (laughs) sure we're still doing everything right and everything's approved. So it's been. it's kind of weird because not, the, the nationals were always kind of turnkey. Like you would look at your daily schedule and say, okay, we kind of know what happens when. But after losing last year, I kind of look at the schedule now and say, I don't remember, which is nuts. Like how do I not remember after only missing one year? But it really is kind of putting the puzzle. It's like shaking it out and then trying to put it back together again. So I'm still trying to plan some different new things for the 60th. Um, we are still working with our state and local government to make sure that everything we want to do can be done and done safely. So that's kind of why we're not solidifying anything yet. But I would say um, by the middle to end of June, we'll be able to put out some some solid, confirmed information of what the week will look like.
0: Mm-hmm, I cannot wait. Man. That is for sure. Well, Kendra- We are. Um, I
1: do know we're getting new food vendors. There are some new food vendors coming. (laughs) And I was told last week of one that's like a boozy dessert vendor. So it's like cupcakes and desserts that have liquor mixed in it. I mean. So I'm kind of pumped about that one. Like anything new makes me excited. But I was like, well, that's As long as the
2: nachos and the spiked lemonade are still there. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely happening. Isn't it weird? We've all got our thing. I'm like.
0: I I ended up I gravitated to the uh Peace Tree Blue uh, Brewing Stand oh, yeah. down under the grandstand. It's funny how we all have our uh, we all have our favorites, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but, I
1: love the beer garden. Yeah. And then and then you can't forget the Iowa Beer Bus. Uh, the like Iowa that beer bus. just brings a whole atmosphere on its own. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
0: Beer bus is fantastic. I mean, I that's I I just I I, I want to travel the tour. I want to travel the world with that guy. <laughs> I mean,
2: And my most proud so part amazing. of the week is being able to still get up and run the um mostly run the 410 dash until steve passes me and then i see him that he's already taking in frosty beverages in the middle of it and i'm just thinking i'm just trying to get through the end of this steve
0: No, i don't know about that i don't know who i'm tried to
2: do it
1: i tried to do it two years ago and i'm not gonna lie i cut down through some back streets and then that kind of back up where I was supposed to be. So my I'm running with you really
2: this hard. year. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. you know where to go. <laughs> me, I'll, I'll tell you how to get to where you need to be, but cutting down back streets. I think my 410 was more like a 205. So I got it done, just not really in the right way. But I just like to see everyone having fun. It's it's the biggest perk of my job is to see people um, enjoying their time at Knoxville. So um, I, and I and I thank you guys a lot for that for also telling people how much fun it is and getting people
0: to come out and give it a try that uh, I'll, I'll just be honest, Kendra and I've shared this with you. And I know a lot of people that know my journey with fitness and running. Um, it started because of the Knoxville 410 race and you convinced me to do it because you needed a, a um, loud fat guy that would drink beer to <laughs> to encourage other loud fat guys or not so loud fat guys or anyone to walk the race. You you want it, it's great to have these Darren Pittmans of the world yeah. that can run a five k in seven minutes. It's great to have that, but it's fun to have people walking it and cutting up and carrying on. So you brought me into it, and, and you've created a monster now because now uh, the last five k I did was my thirty third five k. And so, Incredible. but a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. And I think that's the big thing. And that's the, the, the Knoxville nationals. That's what it is. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of laughs. And by the way, that Saturday night race is usually pretty good too.
2: Hey, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's also a race that goes on. That's, that's yeah, exactly.
0: Kendra, we love that. We had a chance to catch up with you. I know it's been a busy week and it continues to be a busy week as you get ready for the big opener. This, uh, this, uh, Saturday night. We certainly wish you the best on that. Um, where can folks get tickets? Where can folks get all the details for not only this week, but all of the big events coming up this year? How can, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, well, our weekly shows are only sold at the ticket office on race day. So come out to the track and hang out. Grab your tickets early. Grab a beer. Chill out. Good times on Saturdays. But for any of our big events, they are all on sale now at KnoxvilleRaceway.com. You can buy a multi-day package. You can buy single-day events. Um, but it's all for sale there. It's the the only place to get the best prices. Come out to the track, uh, make your plans. It's it's a good it's a great time. No matter what event you come out for, I promise you that every effort will be put in to show you a good time.
0: Yep, we can guarantee that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Thanks, Kendra. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Thanks, guys. There we go. Kendra
0: Jacobs, the marketing director. I think that's her title, marketing director. I think Knoxville. you're right, yeah. But it's but it's everything else.
2: She does it all.
0: She's in charge of three letters, F-U-N, fun. She Absolutely. is in charge of it, and there's not a better person in the world to do that. She's Absolutely.
2: Great. I mean, every time I see her, I'm I'm always impressed. By Kendra, but especially during Nationals Week, Week, when you know that no matter what lack of sleep that you have, she has way less than you do, and she's still got a smile on her face, always helping a fan out, and um, just planning the next great experience for people to help them fall in love more with sprint car racing.
0: Always great to catch up with Kendra. Mm -hmm. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest-working brand in heavy-duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Always great to chat with Kendra and catch up with her. Allison McKinney and Steve Post here. Um, we talked about the passion. I wrote down, Allison, we had somebody last week, I don't know if it was Dale Blaney or if it was the week before, somebody, it might have been Dominic Selzy, mm-hmm. somebody said, we work, we talked about the passion of sprint car racing and how hard it is. We work 100 hours a week to avoid working 40, a 40-hour-a-week 40 job.
2: Absolutely.
0: And that just, to me, is so amazing. It's like...
2: That's a great way to wrap it up, though, and to really make people understand the passion that's involved with sprint car racing. It
0: really, truly is. And that comes across not only with our drivers. We love our drivers and our team owners and everyone involved with it. But talking with people like Kendra, it just comes across. You, if you don't have a passion for it, you're going to get run out in in an instant. Yeah, no,
2: everyone involved in this sport um, puts their heart and their soul into it. And um, you know, I mean, the fans. The fans work all week long so that they can then go out to their local dirt track and spend their money yes, to see to see their absolutely. local racing, or save their money for when the Outlaws are coming to town, um, or you know, to go and work on their own cars and to go out and get to race so they can come back and watch it on Dirt Vision.
0: <laughs> and I'm selfish. I'm glad Kendra has uh, let the cat out of the bag that we're going for the Nationals. We'll be there again with our Wing Nation shows. And I'm also selfish in that uh, I raised my hand when MRN had the truck race. And uh, it looks like not only I'm going to have the truck race, but I'm going to get a chance to stick around and see. I've never seen a regular 410 show there. Oh, So gosh. I'm going to see a regular 410 show plus the USAC um, Corn Belt Nationals.
2: Well, and to see those guys, because there will be at least a few of them, for the ones that actually run the non-wing and then go get in the wing car, I know. to me oh, that it just blows my mind that they can adapt that quickly. And, um, you know, the Brady Bacons, Tyler Courtney's, um, of the world that do that, they it's it's just insane, and it's so fun to watch.
0: It is. I cannot wait. I'm uh, I'm calling mine my, my hashtag Sprint Car Summer and the Knoxville double there with the trucks, and that is part of my uh, Sprint Car Summer because I get to see it. But, okay, now, I'm going to brag right now, and this is where Aaron, this, this is the segment of the show where Aaron hates me, okay? <laughs> if you're listening to the show on Thursday, tonight I'm going to a race. Oh. I am going to Thursday Night Thunder at Virginia Motor I get Speedway for the Where coming flow, from? Yes, exactly. <laughs> see that Floor Racing All Star Circuit of Champions twelve thousand. When I get to see, because I didn't see anybody. I, I last sprint car race I think I've been to was Scriven. So, so I've, I've
2: debated taking my kid out of school at lunch and driving up there myself. Really? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they're that close. I mean, it's not as close as it sounds. You think Virginia and North Carolina, but yeah, Yeah. I think it's like what close to six hours or something like that. Yeah, something like
0: that. But it's Richmond weekend, so I'm going to just stay up there and then do my real job.
2: Oh, you got good racing on oh, both man, sides got of it.
0: Good on both sides. Short, for sure. It's a
2: short track weekend for you.
0: Yes, it's a great weekend mm-hmm. for sure. So, a Motor Racing Network will be at Richmond all weekend long. So, the Flow Racing All Stars they wrap up at the Virginia Motor Speedway Friday night. Williams Grove, it's the Tommy Hinterschütz Classic, six thousand to win. Saturday night, the Keith Kaufman Classic at mm-hmm. the Speed Palace, Port Royal, ten grand to win. And they're not done. Sunday, the Johnny Grum Classic at Bedford, six thousand to win. Boy, the All Stars! Oh my gosh, are they loaded up for bear this year?
2: Absolutely. I mean, 11 full-time drivers and almost any one of them can can be the championship contender for sure.
0: That's the thing. It's like 11 full-time drivers, and you can make a case for all 11 of them.
2: I I bet Corey Eliason I mean, I bet part of him, I don't know if he'll admit it or not, but part of him was probably really glad when Reitzel sure. announced that he was leaving. And then he probably started to see the rest of the driver lineup. And see, it's like, well, I mean, like.
0: I one one you yeah. to deal with than all of these clowns. I mean, it's the, the, the All-Stars is amazing. What, I mean, it's just you go down that list of regulars. And it's just you know the I mean you go you you look at Lucas Wolf and Mark Cauldron's car they're they're going to win races absolutely he's you know, tied uh,
2: together with his crew chief with his crew chief right? exactly yeah. yeah I mean
0: it's just I mean, you just look at that Bill Baylong yeah I mean it's just that's insane the North Pole nightmare is there and then and then when you get into like the sunshines of the world I mean because Tyler Courtney I mean this is this is rock star material he absolutely is. I mean it's 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 oh my gosh Brent Marks and uh, and and, and like, tonight uh at virginia paul mcmahon gets his first ride of the year so i that's get to awesome. see paul
2: mcmahon oh which man. means brayden will be all over twitter oh, and entertaining yes, everyone yes those no, <laughs> not
0: there follow along on twitter all right world of <laughs> all on noss energy drink sprint crash friday night at lawton oklahoma speedway saturday at the devil's bowl speedway very track. very near and dear to you for sure right
2: absolutely that's my home track i grew up uh in the In the infield at uh, Devil's Bowl, once Lanny finally said it was okay for me to be there. Before then, I was snuck in. But (laughs) yes,
0: good stuff. That is for sure. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Fingers crossed, we get some racing in. They got their two in at Devil's Bowl, and then Mother Nature has not been kind to them. They're at 300 Raceway in Farley, Iowa, and on Friday night, Park Jefferson Speedway in Jefferson, South Carolina, or South Dakota. That is on Saturday. J.R. Hickle. It's two for two. Regional racing in Mississippi, Oklahoma as well. Moa's is at Tri-County Speedway. Weekly racing Friday night Attica. Lernerville's back. I mean. I love Lernerville. Oh, my gosh. Lernerville's back. Saturday night, we've talked to Kendra Knoxville Raceway, Lincoln, St. Francis County, Wayne County. And I love this Sunday, Tri-City Speedway in Franklin, Pennsylvania season opener. It's going to be almost weekly 410 Sunday night racing at Tri-County. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Tri-City, that is. Tri-city. There's something
2: There's something every night of the week, it seems like, Isn't that you great? can turn on oh, and watch. I love it.
0: fantastic. Really, really good stuff.
2: Well, Allison, it's been a ball. I'm glad you joined us this yeah, week. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And let me know if you need me to uh, to sit in on that Knoxville. Oh, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm yeah, oh have...
0: I see some lobbying going on
2: there. <laughs> um, finally, before we get out of here, Racing Roots,
0: your podcast. I know we talked a little bit about it on our Tuesday show. Again, tell us and where people can find us and what you're doing with that.
2: Yeah, so it's just a new podcast that Taylor McLean and I started. She's the Clawson side of the family. I'm the Marshall side of the family. So um, we just wanted to really just let people in on the background and the history behind some of the greatest people in the sport. What they're, I mean, you know, the story behind their stories. So um, Racing Roots, our roots run deep and um you know, once, you, once you're in this world, um, I think your passion just continues to grow, and you just want to shine light on those, uh, those good things that we have going on in our sport.
0: Racing Roots, you can find it wherever podcasts are downloaded. We need to remind you, and we talked about it at the top of the show, and with Kendra, our 10th anniversary gear is available. You can find that at wingnation.com. There's a link there. So Wing Nation, 10th anniversary gear, brand new stuff, hot off the press this week. We, we, we launched the site again on Tuesday, or, or, or stock the shelves, I guess it is, on Tuesday. Um, and then uh, you can get it at the All-Star races this weekend. Virginia. I mean, I was
2: going to place my order online last night because I saw the shirt. It's got the sunset, the sunset and, uh, and the palm trees in it. I got to have that shirt. And I was thinking, I mean, I almost placed my order last night. And then I think I should just drive to Virginia Motor Speedway and go. get it from the trailer myself. Get it right from the
0: trailer. Yeah. Yeah, the All Star Trail. A little trailer.
2: sunshine, you know. Yeah, a little sunshine in Jamaica. <laughs> On and off the, track. It, the town
0: is Jamaica, Virginia.
2: Oh, I think we've driven through there before. Okay, on the way to some. some yeah, who some knows? Ray, yeah, exactly.
0: Who knows? That's for sure. So uh, that sounds good. On our television program this week, Brian Brown joins us. It's Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Again, thanks for joining us. This week's been Absolutely.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: There we go. Allison McKinney joining us. Uh, we appreciate uh, Kendra Jacobs joining us here as well. More important though than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Dry Dean and by DRF Racing Oils.